Music speaks in different ways. Welcome to Music Talks. I'm Kuang Rei. On today's musical journey, we are introducing a musical instrument that's not considered well known: the bili, a Chinese double reed wind instrument, is referred to as guanzi or bili in northern China, and houguan in Cantonese. According to the Baiyin system, an ancient Chinese instrument classification, the bili falls under the bamboo instrument category. In contrast to other woodwind instruments with double reeds, such as the Chinese suona or the Western oboe, the bili stands out with its cylindrical bore, resulting in a unique combination of a mellow, yet penetrating buzz-like timber. This instrument was introduced to the Central Plains during the Wei and Jin dynasties. After arriving in the Central Plains, it played a crucial role in the development of music, experiencing significant artistic growth. The bili reached its peak as part of the Tang Court Orchestra around 600 to 900 A.D. Researcher Li Hongfeng explains that during the Tang Dynasty, the materials and characteristics of the bili have developed in a highly diverse manner. It not only holds a significant place in court music, but has also been widely circulated in folk traditions. 首先表现在它的种类，比如说有羊皮碧丽，有桃皮碧丽，不同的材质。Firstly, the bili is distinguished by different materials, including poplar bark and peach tree bark. Secondly, the bili has multiple types of pitches. Each was used to play different songs. Its application during the Tang and Song dynasties was extensive, evident in the musical compositions of the Central Plains, Southwest, Northwest regions, and even in the Western regions. This indicates the instrument's vital role in the musical ensembles of that era. There was also a popular phenomenon involving the bili in folk traditions. In the Hebei region, an important performer and a military general engaged in competitive music using bili tuned to different pitches. This reflects the high level of skill and artistic development during this significant period in the Tang Dynasty. Now let's appreciate a song. So we can indulge ourselves in the resonant tones of the bili, late autumn, or chiuinong in Chinese. Thank、you
Li Hongfeng says, apart from having different types, playing techniques, and musical compositions, another significant artistic achievement of the Bili is Guan Se Zi Pu, a notation system translated as pipe and color character notation. It is specific to the Bili and is used for recording musical scores. Instead of using standard musical notation symbols like Western notation, the Guan Se Zi Pu employs a system of characters and colors to present different musical elements, such as pitch, rhythm, and fingerings. This notation is related to the pipe or tube, and it adds a visual and colorful dimension to the representation of music in the Song Dynasty, around 1100 to 1200 AD. During the Southern Song Dynasty, there was a highly significant musician named Jiang Kui, who was also an outstanding lyricist of Song Si, a lyric classical Chinese poetry. The Bili, in tandem with the development of Song Si music, became a crucial accompanying instrument. Jiang Kui's notable work includes the Songs on the White Stone Path, which is the only surviving Song Si work with musical notation symbols, making it exceptionally precious. In earlier years, Bili musicians translated this piece, creating a composition known as a melancholy tune, or Qi Liang Fan in Chinese, preserving the essence of this historical work. Let's capture the emotional nuances of the lyricist through this musical composition. The character Fan, in its title, refers to a compositional technique of that time called the Fan Tunes, which can be understood as a precursor to the contemporary concept of modulation in music theory. It is a piece that requires advanced musical skills and mastery. Classical Chinese music theory combined tone and pitch to classify and name different types of music, as well as to describe their characteristics. And the Billy laid the foundation for the establishment of the musical theory system during the Tang and Song dynasties. Li Hongfeng says the musical system constructed for the Billy was a great invention. During the Tang dynasty, 
music and musical instruments flourished, and the composition of music for the pipa, the zheng, and others was also based on this musical system. The construction of music theory achieved through two different guanzi is akin to the piano's black and white keys. The white keys represent one pipe, while the black keys signify the tuning of another pipe. When these two are combined, they form a complete musical system. Therefore, instruments predominantly featuring the bili hold a crucial historical position in the development of music theory. The Billy, mystical and evocative, emerges as a virtuoso among instruments, possessing a unique ability to conjure emotions that linger in the heart. Their distinctive timbers, like the whispers of ancient spirits, carve out a space in the musical landscape that is both haunting and captivating. As performers breathe life into these instruments, the Billy unfurls narratives that transcend the ordinary, transforming them into storytellers of extraordinary tales. The Chinese folk music of Beijing Zhihua Temple is one of the national intangible cultural heritages. The Zhihua Temple was built in the ninth year of Emperor Yingzhong's reign in the 15th century. It is the most complete wooden structure complex of the Ming Dynasty in Beijing. In 1961, it was listed as one of the first national key cultural relics. The Chinese folk music of Zhihua Temple has been passed down for 27 generations. It preserves the basic features of traditional Chinese music and is known as the living fossil of ancient Chinese music. It provides a typical and vivid example for the study of the connotation and changes of traditional Chinese music culture with high academic research value. Hu Qingxue, representative inheritor of the folk music of Zhihua Temple, Tells us more. Jing music, which became popular over 500 years ago in Beijing, originated from the imperial court, was passed down to temples and later served the common people. Our ensemble primarily consists of instruments such as the sheng, bi li, di, yun luo, and drums. Among them, the Bi Li takes the lead, referred to as Tou Guan, the leading guanzi in conventional manner. Now, let's enjoy a piece of music performed by Hu Qingxue with his Bili. The instrument he uses has nine holes specifically used for the changing of tunes. The song is named Autumn Wind with seven tunes, or Qi Diao Xi Qiu Feng in Chinese. Let's see if we can notice the changes in the melody.
Hu Qingxue says the billy was able to present diverse notes with its rich and unique playing techniques. And he shows several of them. One of the techniques is called shou chan. The reed of the guanzi has a larger surface, making it less easy to play than a sauna. This technique involves using the fingers to pull and drag the pipe body. Another technique is chi chan, where you use your lips to enclose your teeth and hold the reed in your mouth to create the sound. There's also the technique of producing multiple tones from a single hole. Since the guanzi is an instrument with free pitch, by changing the position of the reed and adjusting the airflow, one can achieve the effect of producing multiple notes from a single hole. Here, let's listen to a small piece of one of the classics of the Zhihua Temple music, Qingjiang Yin, which widely incorporates these techniques.
The Billy, originating from the Western regions, quickly found acceptance, integration, and refinement upon entering the Central Plains. It greatly developed due to the flourishing music and art culture that was influenced by the Silk Road trade. At the height of the Tang Dynasty, alongside many other instruments, it was introduced to neighboring countries where its descendants, the Piri in Korea and the Hichiriki in Japan, are still used today. Chinese billy players now are also actively contributing to bringing the instrument to the world stage. Han Lei, a billy performer and professor at the Central Conservatory of Music, has been dedicated to integrating the billy into musical exchange activities both domestically and internationally. He believes that despite the instrument's historical significance, it still requires more attention and involvement from professional musicians in the context of the thriving development of modern music. As far as I know, there are two large national orchestras in China that have dedicated guanzi sections, while other orchestras have musicians who double as guanzi players. I believe the development of the guanzi should begin with the creation of compositions. It is essential to commission professional and high-level composers to write solo pieces for the guanzi for orchestras featuring the instrument. This approach would facilitate the seamless integration of the guanzi into orchestras. Additionally, there is a need to enhance guanzi education, and innovative thinking is required in instrument reform. Such initiatives would pave the way for a broader development path for the guanzi. That concludes our enchanting journey into the realm of the billy, an instrument whose melodies resonate with centuries of history and cultural significance. As we part ways, let the echoes of the billy linger, carrying with them the tales of this enigmatic double-reed winged instrument. We present another billy musical piece for you, 
Green River Ballad, or Yu Shui Yao in Chinese. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Huang Rei. The evolution of Chinese musical instruments reveals a rich cultural tapestry that continues to captivate us. Stay tuned for more fascinating insights into ancient Chinese music and future episodes of Music Talks. Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>